Live from the universe, welcome to Spiritual Awakening with Dr. Aaron. It's time to claim your birthright of prosperity, vitality, and love. So grab your tea or coffee because together we're awakening the world. May you live your truth. Have you had a spiritual awakening? Maybe you're just beginning and you're beginning to shift your perspective. Maybe you're beginning to see 1111 on your clock, or maybe you're beginning to really break through the programming of your culture and beginning to question all of life. Maybe you're still feeling like you're trapped in an old construct and you're ready to break free. Or maybe you've began to dive deep into your spiritual practice and truly began to transcend your mindset. And then maybe you're also beginning to become a teacher, teaching the great wisdoms of truth. No matter where you are on your spiritual path today, if you're interested in learning the step-by-step -step process to become a spiritual leader from a metaphysical Bible perspective, then you definitely want to listen to this podcast. So welcome to Spiritual Awakening with Dr. Aaron podcast. We come together to know the truth live on spiritual principle and align with universal law. We truly believe that when somebody awakens, they have a gift and message to bring to the world and together we're awakening the world. So I'm Dr. Aaron, Dr. Divinity, founder of New Thought Global and Society. We really are here developing world-renowned spiritual teachers and leaders in metaphysics, in science of mind, unity, and the ancient wisdoms that have come through all teachings of all time. Because the truth is no text can ever truly teach truth. You are truth. The core of who you are is the essence, the consciousness, the Buddha consciousness, the Christ consciousness, all that consciousness that has created the entire universe. So in this series, this metaphysical Bible series, we're breaking on down the Bible from a perspective of it being uh, really a biography and a manual for yourself, how to use your mind, how you can create, you know, all the different allegories that come with it for you to know how to master mind, to live the consciousness, to not only just know the truth and embody the law, but to really bring it to the world exponentially. So this break, let's break this on down. This is going to be uh, the breaking down of Exodus, the mission of Moses. And in this really coming to the fact it's really teaching us the three steps of spiritual awakening. And so we're going to break this on down again. I'm not a historical uh, Bible teacher. I am trained in metaphysics and the creative process of how we use energy to create and manifest and demonstrate in our lives. And Exodus is a prime example of what happens. And you may identify with being, you know, in one of the kind of the three stages, if you will. We have to remember that the Bible is allegories of, of stories for you to understand all the dynamics of the way that you create, right? There's the consciousness that created from the beginning in the beginning through the six days of creation. There's the part of us that has cast ourselves out of the Garden of Eden. There's a part of us that has divided ourselves in so many ways. And now we're coming to Exodus, which is really the place where, where you know, it's in Egypt and the Israelites are basically imprisoned. And this is all representation of consciousness, right? There's the consciousness that is the, the Pharaoh that's basically, you know, the part of us that can really be in charge and, and be that which enslaves, right? There's a part of us that can be the victim, like the Israelites that is in our ignorance. The Bible is here to teach us how to go in a step-by-step -step plan to freedom. Ernest Holmes says the divine plan is one of freedom. 
the inherent nature of man is ever seeking to express itself in terms of freedom because freedom is the birthright of every living soul so we have to know that you know moses moses is all here he's considered drawn out of water he's considered the lawgiver he's considered the infinite mind the mind of the supreme the light right because here's a story from a second grade perspective here's moses imagine this little baby being born and his mother was in danger and she has to basically put him in a basket and have him go down the river knowing that anything would be better than him you know being killed and he ends up uh you know basically gliding down this river into the daughter of the king pharaoh king pharaoh and literally imagine how how can it's kind of like the paradox of life how can you be so unlucky to be having given up by your mother but yet at the same time go into the hands of of a princess essentially so this is the paradox of moses and moses goes down the river and which the river represents the infinite infinite mind the infinite infinite mind right it is that which is the lawgiver it is that which is the infinite mind the supreme the light this this one that's ever flowing this creative consciousness all of it and here moses is and he begins uh he comes into the kingdom and he actually becomes the ruler of egypt and then he you know supposedly gets in an argument with uh one of the other uh people in the in the in the castle if you will and he ends up killing him and then he gets cast out from the palace and he has to basically go out for 40 years into you know basically that part of us has to go out into the nothingness and so this represents really what we're what we go through in our spiritual awakening right where here we are in the material world we come into whatever whatever hand we're dealt in this lifetime some really great things some really awful things and yet we come into a material world we come into the senses the five senses we come to the eyes that look out to the world and we may rise up into power and in that power most likely in the in living in the outer world in the material world in the non-godly world you know we always end up kind of dividing whether you want to say the extreme of killing or being killed this represents what happens in the material world that we divide ourselves somehow and this happens over and over again in allegories and in this what happens you're cast out and one of two things happens when you're cast out and you may go well how does this relate to spiritual awakening because when you begin to spiritually awaken you generally like what worked for you before doesn't work anymore the construct of relationships the construct of traditional jobs the construct of political system the construct of a lot of things may not work anymore and and you begin to feel like something's wrong with me you're divided right all of us have felt that way when you begin our spiritual awakening like we're divided and we feel like something is wrong we begin to almost isolate ourselves through the process of spiritual awakening so here moses is he goes out for 40 years you know 40 years imagine you're you're in this place and i mean whether it's real 40 years or not right it's that place where there's a part of us that has to give up everything and i remember for me when i began to have a spiritual awakening i was still in my 20s but it got more and more intense i would try and go into my spiritual world and still be in the material world and my old construct and what happened is there began to be a bigger and bigger gap it just didn't work anymore and I had to almost die 
I had to almost go away. I had to like, remember there was weeks at time where I would just kind of turn off my phone. I had the luxury of going into meditation for five, six hours a day. And I would begin to get the downloads. And just like Moses did, you know, Moses went into, you know, um, he saw he was meditating basically. And he saw the bush of fire, right? And God spoke to him. And God said, go back to Egypt and free my people now. But this is fascinating because one, we recognize that God is not outside of the self. God, this part of you that speaks through. And I'll never forget when that voice came through and it scared me. It was like, what is this? You know? And I know for each and every one of you, whether you've heard that voice, whether you haven't, whatever it is, there is a spectrum of of awakening that we all go through. And it's pretty, it's pretty much people go through the same thing. It's not really that unique, honestly. So, you know, here's Moses. He's had, he has, he's meditated so deeply, merged with his higher self, begins the burning bush of fire, right? It's that, it's that flame. It's that first cause. It's that miracle. It's all that. And God says, go back to Egypt and free my people now. And I don't know about for you guys, but you know, obviously for our community, we have a lot of people have had a spiritual calling. They love spirituality. They've gone through a spiritual calling and basically they are, they have a call. They have a call. They don't, they may have had just a slight call and through the trauma work and stuff, we birth even more of that call very specifically going into consciousness. You can call it God consciousness. You can call it their consciousness. It's spoken through within. People oftentimes will go, oh, let me try and find my my purpose and calling. Let me get my calling. Let me try and figure it out out there. Let me logically think through it. It's not how callings are spoken through. Callings are spoken through in the, in the deepest, deepest merging with the beloved divine. And this is what happened. This is what happened to Moses. And the, the funny thing is that when he... When he had this calling, he goes back to help the slaves, if you will. But at some level, the slaves didn't want to go because they feared the unknown. And so how many of us have gone through this, right? We we go, oh, I really, really, really want spiritual awakening. I want to be a spiritual leader. I want to teach this stuff. But then things happen. Oh, you mean I got to pay for a course? Oh, no, that doesn't work for me. Yeah, I'm not, I don't want it that bad, right? Or, um, you know, there was actually a gal in Unity speaking about this. And she says, yeah, then, you know, then it's like, oh, well, you just have to give up judgment. Well, I can't give up judgment. I mean, I know I want to be a spiritual teacher, but I can't give up judgment. I mean, until somebody doesn't, you know, do that big of a transgression or cheat on me, I can't judge. I can't not judge somebody. Right. It's like, and so it is how bad do you want it? Right. We're tested over and over again. And people go, well, I want to be a spiritual leader. I want to teach. I want to be a big spiritually based coach. I want to do whatever, but they're not willing to do what it takes. Are you willing to do what it takes? Right. We're tested over and over. We're tested over and over. It's like the universe brings you uh, an amazing mentor and you're like, Oh no, I can't afford that course. I don't want it that bad. Right. Or, um, you know, uh, the universe brings someone that is in need so that you can serve. Oh, well, you know, I don't really want to help that person. I can't really give them my time or my money or my, you know, treasures or my talent. Like, I mean, I'm not going to do that. Right. We keep getting tested and nudged and, and everything, right. The universe tests you to not judge, but you say, well, I'm not willing to not judge until somebody doesn't do the level of transgressions they've done. Right. So we all have those things. Like how bad do we actually want it? 
a lot of us will preach that we actually want to, you know, live truth, but yet we're not really willing to do it. So here Moses is, he's had this call from God, from his true self to go back and, and free, free the Israelites, the chosen people, if you will. So Moses goes and he goes back and he goes to the Pharaoh and he says, you know, free, I want you to free my people. And so Moses and Aaron are there and the Pharaoh says, no, absolutely not. And it goes through this whole cycle. And it's a really important cycle to understand. There, it says that there's 10 plagues that happen. Each time he asks God, he, I'm sorry, asks Pharaoh to, please, this is what I'm committed to. I, I'm here as a mission to free my people, let them go. And each time Pharaoh, Pharaoh says, no, there becomes a new plague. And I think it, I can still relate to this because I remember when I was like, I want to be a spiritual leader, right? I like declare it like, I'm going to be a spiritual leader. I'm going to, you know, do this, whatever. And then the universe tests me, right? How bad do you want it? Oh, no, no. We're going to dangle some carrots over here of, you know, some a relationship that's not in alignment with your truth. Or I'm going to dangle this other career over here that you can make a lot of money. Or I'm going to dangle, you know, all these things. Cause like, how bad do you want it? So in each plague, right? We're plagued with things that are testing, that test our health, that test our wealth. You know, my people say, man, when I started my um, spiritual journey, I lost everything to my name. It's actually very natural. That's actually probably most likely part of the process because you can't have any energetic ties to anything where you are out of integrity. Everything has to be reset, right? This is atonement. This is a natural actually thing that happens with universal law. So here Moses is and all these plagues happen and it tests all of them. It tests them in so many ways because when we're tested, what happens? It demands us to get clear of what we're really committed to. Each time we're tested, we get more clear of what we're truly commanded, what we're truly committed to. We either succumb to life or we rise up in our commitment. And so Moses kept rising his commitment. He kept taking his, his spear and he put it up to the heavens, if you will. And he would, he would, you know, declare again, I'm here as the mission, right? And so all of these plagues happen. And finally, the very last plague, the Pharaoh basically lost his first son. So he's like, just go, you guys go. You're free. It's over, right? So Moses and the Israelites begin to go and they go out into the nothingness, right? Right. And they go and they come to all kinds of obstacles and Moses has to part the seas and they have to go up to um, Mount Sinai and Mount Sinai, the, the Israelites stay below and Moses goes up to the, uh, the Mount Sinai. And this represents going up to God, going up within, right? You go within, you go into meditation and you really go into listening. You go into the highest place within yourself, into the ethereal realm of knowing, and he gets spoken through. I am that I am, right? And this obviously happened the first time he, the burning bush. And this is the, the biggest message of Moses is I am that I am, which is really the oneness and the unity. And so as you're going through your spiritual awakening, first, what happens is you start having a spiritual awakening and your life begins to break down anything that's not true anything that doesn't serve you anymore anything that's out of alignment begins to crumble in your life right and you're challenged in ways that you've never been challenged then you go out into more meditation and you really have to release everything you've ever known it really is the dying 
the dying in mind. And I don't know how many of you guys have actually done that. You know, it's, it's, it is one of the most intense things when you die in mind and you truly have to release and be okay with losing everything to your name, be okay with losing the relationship, be okay with everything because your spiritual journey has been called and you have to do it. And whether that is you actually physically give up all your belongings or whether you just do it in mind, it is the, that's why we call it spiritual warrior. That's why we call one of our, our programs spiritual work because it's the hardest work you'll ever do to really take a look at the programming and release your identity. And so Moses released his true, his identity to the true identity, which is the, I am, I am that I am. Anytime you look at anything, I am that I am because you and I are one. You can look at another person and look at them and say, I am that I am, right? I can look at the tree and say, I am that I am. And the truth is that you are all of it. And this is the teachings of Moses. Moses went here. He also brought in, of course, was the Ten Commandments. And he recognized that that Moses was the the lawgiver, right? He was kind of under, he was the teacher of, of laws. He was the teacher of understanding how 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 to bring harmony and not have slavery versus you know uh, a, a different culture who's who's trying to teach the oneness right so in this again we want to take a look at what does this represent for you you know, here you are whether you just began your spiritual awakening whether you began to go deep 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 into the merging of the true self to the i am that i am what happens next you become the teacher you become the teacher and this is what Moses is saying. This is why Exodus is a teaching of spiritual leadership. That when you truly merge with divine, there's one thing that comes out of it. You absolutely have a calling that's birthed out of there. And you absolutely are here to free. The entire Bible is here to teach us how to emancipate ourselves from suffering. It's here to teach us how to seek true knowledge, the truth of thyself. And in that, we free ourselves, that it is only in ignorance that we are suffering. It is only in ignorance that we have poverty. It is only in ignorance that everything, all the wisdom is within, all the innovation, every last drop of it. And this is this is who you are. Moses and Jesus, they both of their teachings complete one another. They are complements to one another. Jesus came not to destroy the law, but to fulfill it, right? So Moses kind of brought the law and Jesus taught us how to fulfill it. And these are not just men. These are allegories for you. This is allegories for who you are. This is allegories for who you are. And so in this, I know this is um, really important for us to understand. So the divine plan is one of freedom. The inherent nature of man is ever seeking to express itself in terms of freedom because freedom is the birthright of every living soul. The purpose of the Bible is to lead us step by step, step by step out of the ignorance and free ourselves from suffering and bondage. Our ignorance of universal law will never exempt us from its operation. Okay. You can believe in gravity or not believe in gravity, but gravity will always work. Okay. Your ignorance of the truth of who you are, your ignorance of universal law is not going to, it's still going to operate regardless. The Bible repeats its few grand principles over and over again, which are two great acts, which are, we are made in the image of God. We are that and created just like God through the creative process. And number two, we, when ignorant of this truth, we will bring suffering and limitation and division. It's that simple. Okay. Moses' mission was to open his eyes 
not just the eye, the eyes out here, the, the inside eye, to see the truth and to set men free through knowledge. The divine plan of freedom, you must make a decision. You make, you make a decision to either become a slave or a leader. And you really are at your, it's one or the other. You're either deciding to become the victim and the slave, or you're deciding to spiritually awaken and you will eventually become a leader if you truly stay on that path. But many people won't, they'll, they'll barely go. They say they want it, but when it really, when they actually have to give up the worldly goods for in their mind and in their heart for a while, then it doesn't work. So remember that the Egypts and slavery, right? The Egypt, the Israelites in Egypt and slavery was really about universal law demands us to spiritual awake, right? Moses saw this, like he couldn't sit in, in, in the place in the, and not, not feel a need to help people, not feel a need to say something's wrong here. 40 years, can you imagine 40 years, the process of awakening and basically having the call come forth from God within? And then when he got the Israelites and they went out, they had to go 40 more years out there into the desert. And it was hard, it wasn't easy, right? The challenges of being a leader demands you to choose to be the greatest leader you can be. Exodus, the word itself was adopted into English by Latin from Greek Exodus, which literally means the road out. So if you're somebody that truly desires to have the road out of suffering, you're someone who truly desires to get out of this rat race and get the road out of, of all the programming, there's really only one way, and it's the I am. And that's why Jesus said, I am the way, right? It's not, I am this person that's the way, it's that I am, the I am consciousness is the way. You can't use the power because it's not known to you. If you haven't done that deep dive with the beloved divine, with God, source within, you can't know the level of who you are. It's impossible. So many people's faith is in the dark. So many people's faith is in the material world. So many faith is in science out here. When we move our faith to the light into that internal miraculous aspect that goes beyond time and space, we, we literally transcend. That's what we're here to do. We're here to transcend, to bring actually something new, right? And so I know that's that you have a calling. If you are listening to this podcast, it's because you've had a spiritual calling. And I'm going to invite you to make a decision. Whether you come into our community or into another community, I'm going to invite you to make a bold decision for your life, to decide to step fully 100% in. Whether it be, you know, having to invest in, in your development, in your consciousness, whether it be, you know, bringing service to the world, whether it be practicing the principles every single day of your life, and hopefully all the above, but make a bold decision for yourself. This is your life. This is not dress rehearsal. And this is, you might as well master this masterclass while you're here. I know right here that your birthright is freedom. Your birthright is to know yourself and know the God that you are, to be a living God. That's your birthright. I know for sure that the infinite mind is the subconscious mind and within you is what absolutely created the entire universe. Jesus said, behold, I make all things new because no matter where you've ever been in your life, no matter how old you are, no matter your demographics, it does not matter. When you have the consciousness, the God consciousness, the Christ consciousness, the divine consciousness, whatever you want to call it, it doesn't matter to me. That you are made new and you're made as powerful as any powerful exponentially. 
knowledge of the self is the key to freedom. The Old Testament was the old way of thinking and spiritual awakening laws, and the New Testament is a new way of thinking and manifesting and rewriting the Old Testament. It is all one thing. We have to understand the physical realm and we have to understand the spiritual realm. I just know right here, right now, the truth of who you are. The Israelites is not some group of people. Is is the divine feminine mother within you, the, the goddess within, the moon goddess, the life principle, Ra, so Israel, right, is Israel, is you. The Ra is the son, the divine masculine, the father within, the Egyptian son of God, the all-givingness. El is the Lord, the spirit God within, right? So Israel, Israel, the conscious state versus a geographic state. It's the consciousness. It's that part of you that is absolutely all-powerful, all-knowing, and has all dynamics in it. And in this, I just say yes to you. I say yes to you taking the mission and saying yes to your mission, as hard as it may be, as much as it means you need to walk away from certain things or people or whatever it is, that this is the time you're called. This is a divine appointment right now for you to say yes, to say yes to seeking truth, giving up the how, not knowing exactly what it's going to look like and saying, yes, I surrender to the God within. I surrender to my calling within. I surrender to that part of myself that can't deny itself anymore. May we come out of the spiritual closet. May we say yes. May we be willing to lose everything if we need to, to be able to know that something greater, greater, so much greater beyond the suffering, beyond all of it, there's something there that is you're you're ready to be reborn. I know this in my mind and heart. And I just say, yes, I say, yes, I say, yes. I'm so grateful for these teachings. I'm so grateful. And so I'm just gonna end here, but before I end, I just wanna say, I was so resistant to the Bible growing up. In fact, I really like looked down on people that were into the Bible. And today I'm so grateful to be able to understand that there's truth in every single philosophy and even science and, and religion, that there's truth because there's only truth. And when we understand how everything's created in either the you know harmony or chaos inverted or aligning, that there's only one thing, which is truth. And if you understand how you created everything, then you can create anything. So I say thank you, thank you, thank you guys. If you have are not already part of our community, you can go to newthoughtglobal.com and you can check it out there. There's um, a quiz you can take that will take you into a five-day challenge also. And feel free to reach out and DM me um, on any social media. Me or my team will get back to you. Um, I'm drerin.tv on, um, on Instagram and it's drerin.tv across all social media. Have a beautiful, blessed day, and may you know the truth, and may the truth set you free. Thank you for tuning into the Dr. Aaron podcast. If you've had a spiritual calling or desire to get certified as a spiritual coach or a world-renowned spiritual leader, go to newthoughtglobal.com. If you've received value from this show, I would love it if you share it with a friend and give it a five-star review. Also, we have spiritual practitioners that are trained to deliver the E4 trauma method and assist you in birthing your truth. So let's be friends on social media. Again, my handle is drerin.tv across all social media. Have a beautiful day and may you live your truth.